Hello and welcome to my podcast, Just For Today. I am Steph Granger, therapeutic mentor, and I am delighted that you are here. My intention for the Just For Today podcast is to inspire, empower, share my knowledge, tools and techniques, as well as what some may call my wisdom to help you navigate this crazy thing called life. Each episode, I will dig into the lessons I have learned, either through client work or personal experiences or sometimes both. And most importantly, share tangible tools for you to take away in order for you to truly live in the present just for today. So let's not waste any more time and get into the show. Hello, hello. Welcome, welcome back. I'm recording this on a Wednesday today because, well, life just got in the way yesterday, but it's grey, it's cold, and I've got a flat tyre. Hurrah. So that's kind of how I'm starting. That's an interesting fact for you. This week, I have got an interesting topic to discuss with you. But first of all, I wanted to just say a big thank you to the members of my WhatsApp group. We have some great discussions in this group. Um, particularly on the topics that have come up. And obviously the the release of the podcast last week was all around playing it small and the conditioning as women that was imposed upon us and how that means we don't step into our full power or not at least for some period of time after doing quite a significant amount of self-improvement and self-development. So we've had some really great discussions around the subject of females and yeah, all of those things is what we should wear, what we think women should wear, etc. So if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to last week's. But equally, if you do want to be part of the WhatsApp group, I'm going to put another link in the show notes for you to come along and join the conversation because it's just interesting the different experiences women are having as a result of what I'm talking about and what they're sharing. And that's what I'm here for. You know, I'm here for women to just understand themselves a little bit better, one little nugget at a time. So Let's get into this week's topic, shall we? Now, I had a very different topic I was going to discuss today. And it often happens when I sit down and hit the record button. Actually, literally about three seconds before I hit the record button today, I had this voice in my head saying, no, you're not going to talk about that today. You're going to talk about this today. Now, many of you will know that I am an extremely spiritual person. As I am talking to you, and those of you on YouTube will see, I have crystals in my hands, crystals all around me. I use oracle cards with my clients and on my social media. And I'm very driven by the universe, by the law of attraction. And this is what I want to talk to you about today, because this is an interesting one. Some people are on the fence about the law of attraction. Some people think it's a load of nonsense. And others are at the other extreme of that continuum, which is firm believers. And I'm in the camp of firm believers But I interpret the readings, I interpret the podcasts, I interpret the lessons that I've learned somewhat different, I guess, to Steph of 13 years ago, Steph of 20 years ago. And this is the thing, isn't it? You know, as we go through life, we're peeling back the layers. We're letting go of stuff that has kind of blurred our pathway or um, blurred our vision. So I went through a period of time where I was a firm believer, firm, firm, firm believer, And then I threw it all out the window because I got really frustrated with it. And then I came back round to it. 
I was with a client today and we were discussing the law of attraction. We both have very similar beliefs, me and my client. And we got onto the subject of law of attraction coaching. And I could probably talk quite a long time on this. One of the things I've been pondering on recently is the teachings of the law of attraction and how that can sometimes be at a heavy cost to the person that wants to learn. I struggle with that a little bit. I struggle with having to part with thousands of pounds in order to learn something in order to make your dreams come true. I was in a particular Facebook group recently. I'm not going to name it, but there was a Facebook group that I was in. It's heavily focused on the law of attraction. And one person was saying, I've done my vision board. I do my affirmations every day. You know, I'm, I'm doing my gratitudes. I'm doing all of that. Why isn't this working? What am I doing wrong? Can someone please help me? I need to manifest X amount of pounds in the next few weeks. Otherwise, I'm going to be in a bit of a difficult situation. What more can I do? Is there any crystals I can get? Is there anything else I can read? Is there any other practices I can get? And I guess this is where I I get a little bit frustrated with it because it can be sold as simply do this, this and this to achieve that. I, I just don't think... I don't know. This is my beliefs, of course, but I just I'm not sure that it's 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 that way. When we start going into the realms of asking people to part with thousands of pounds to learn something that could make potentially what they want come true, there's one person that's getting what they want out of that and often somebody that's not getting the exchange that they believe is going to come as a result of that. Now, I'm not saying everybody. I'm not saying that at all. There are some great people in the world of the law of attraction that are doing fantastic work and they are getting paid for it and I don't think they shouldn't be getting paid for it because they've invested in themselves to get the knowledge and get the experiences and the success that they've got but I they are doing it a way that is teaching whilst they're earning but not making promises if you part with thousands of pounds worth of cash this is a bit of a controversial one for me and I've been pondering on whether to even talk about it but you know my tools and my message is to help you navigate this thing called life. I know that a lot of my listeners are invested in the law of attraction. And again, I will reiterate, as am I. But the way I see it, and I guess I just wanted to share that with you today, is that whilst we have that absolute clear picture of what we want to achieve, we have to have a plan. It's not simply a case of going, I want to earn £10,000 a month and I want a new car, and I want a holiday three times a year, and I want to buy this house that's on my vision board, and I'm just going to now keep visualizing it, keep visualizing it, keep writing down in my journal that all of these things, and they're just going to come. I believe there has to be actionable steps. There has to be some kind of strategy as well behind that. It isn't just going to fall in your lap. It isn't a case of reading a book and everything's going to manifest before your very eyes. It it has taken me a long time to get to the place where I'm like, yeah, I know what I want and I know what I'm working on manifesting into my life in 2023. But there also has to be a strategy here, right? I also need to understand if I want to receive more in terms of financial success, I also need to understand what my current financial situation is. I also need to understand what's coming in, what's going out, what I want to be able to contribute and how I'm going to generate that income. There has to be actionable steps, but there also has to be steps for you understanding yourself. I always say that I manifested my husband and I stand by that. And what I mean by that, and this is how I'm going to share this the tool with you, is that when I was ready to be in another relationship after my divorce, I got very clear 
on how I wanted that to look. I got very clear on how any future partner that I was going to have in my life, what they would bring to my life. And I'm not talking about finances here. I'm not talking about material things. I'm talking about interests and hobbies and emotional support, all of that sort of stuff. What that person would look like, not physically, but what how, how they were made, how they show up in the world. So I got so specific. Like I literally had a list. I didn't write the list specifically down, but I had it in my head. And the day that me and Grange, my husband, went on our first kind of date, because at the time I wasn't really that invested in having another relationship at that point, but we had been chatting and we went on a date and the date was to go for a dog walk. And so we met up and we walked around a few fields with my beautiful dog that has now passed. And he tells me now, a few months after that first date, that he felt he was being interviewed, not in a in a harsh way. He said he actually found it really pleasurable and enjoyable, the, the whole conversation. But I got very specific and he felt like I was taking him through a, an actual checklist of, do you like this? Do you do that? Is this important to you? Is that important to you? Do you like, you know, and I really did take him through a checklist because I tell you what, there was one thing I was not going to do after going through such a painful divorce, so heartbreaking and absolutely devastating that it had come to that point in my life. I was never going to step into another relationship without firstly knowing my self-worth, but also making sure that that person that was coming into my life was not only worthy of that, and I mean that in the the most complimentary way, worthy, but also worthy of being in my children's life as well, because anyone that was going to be a part of my life was going to have a very big part in my children's life eventually. And they had to make the cut, simple as they had to make the cut. So we had our date. I came away from that date thinking, yeah, you know, decent guy. Am I ready for another relationship? We'll see. Um, but the rest is history. We are married. We've been married this year for 12 years. He is the absolute world to me. I adore him. I love him. And he is my perfect companion. We have so many things in common, so many things we enjoy, as well as things that we both do independently of each other. But we are an extremely secure relationship. And I feel I can be myself and my children are loved unconditionally. So, But I believe I manifested him. And what I mean by that is I knew what I wanted. I was very clear on what I wanted. And then I took actionable steps to get what I wanted. The same when we got the house that we're living in now that I'm recording this podcast in right now. For five years, I held it very clear in my visualizations of what our future home was going to look like. And I, you know, I'm quite an impatient person, but I knew it would come along when the time was right. And there was one big thing that I had in my head and it was when you walk in the front door, the door has to be in the middle of the house. You go to the left to one part of the house, you go to the right to the other part of the house, and you don't have a kitchen in the um, living room area. And we looked at a couple of houses when we were ready, and immediately I knew absolutely not. And when we was driving, I was taking Grange back to work after we'd looked at a couple of places and we knew they weren't right. I was like, I'll take you back to work. We were driving down the road and I saw a, an estate that came up on my left with new build houses on it. And I said, what about in here? Should we go and have a look? And he said, the houses are out of our price range. I've already looked at that place. They're out of our price range. And something said to me, turn, turn the corner, turn the corner, 
turned the corner, pulled in, went into the marketing suite, told the lady what our budget was, exactly what I was looking for. And I shit you not. She said, I've got the perfect house for you. She opened the door. It was in the middle of the house, living room to the right, kitchen diner to the left, four decent sized bedrooms for my three kids and me and Grange. It was perfect. We went back to the office and we said, you're out of budget. Again, without going into major detail, we had a six-week completion because we had to come out of a rented home. We got it completed within six weeks and they took a massive chunk off the asking price so we could get it because they wanted to sell it in a short period of time. And I stand by that, that I manifested this house. We love our home. We're so happy in our home. And it took me five years to manifest that. So this is how I see the law of attraction. I see it as understanding what you want, why you want it, why it's important to you, and then actionable steps. We cannot just simply pluck things out of thin air and say, I want that, and it falls into our lap. Wouldn't life be great, though, if it was like that? But it isn't that straightforward. When I talk to my clients about the law of attraction, we very much talk about what steps can you take? Is it a viable option to bring into fruition? Because it's about managing expectations, and I just don't think that's the case with many people that are selling this dream of get a sheet of paper out and write 50 times I want this I want that and here you go it's coming your way if you're listening and you've done this and you can correct me on that please do but I do feel we have to be really cautious about why we're parting with large amounts of cash to have someone teach us how to manifest our dreams when there's no strategy involved in that, when there's no actionable steps, is it even a viable option that you're going to be able to do that? Ultimately, will you just be passing with a whole ton of cash and then you'll be worse off as a result of it? The the book, the very first book I ever read around the law of attraction was The Secret. And now when I listen to it, it feels quite flaky, I guess, but it's not because the messaging, it wasn't flaky when I first heard it. Actually, the messaging that I got from The Secret, I used to drive and listen to it, was all around forgiveness and the power of forgiveness. And that was a game changer for me in terms of my development and things that I was ready to let go of at that time in my life. But I think it paints a fairy tale sometimes of how easy it is just to manifest your absolute dream life. And my personal belief is that there has to be other steps that are taken. It isn't just a case of ask and you will receive. I was listening to um, a guy on TikTok the other day and he was saying, well, you know, I sat for ages and said, I want a parking spot in Lidl because there's never a parking spot in Lidl. I was like, well, let's test this out. And I didn't get a parking spot in Lidl. What a crock of shit this law of attraction is. And I, you know, but I'm joking. I'm like laughing at that. But a lot of people will be out there going, well, I asked for this and I didn't get it therefore it doesn't exist so I would love 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 to hear your perspective on this it's a little bit of a different podcast for me today as I said at the top of the of the podcast I am a very spiritual being and as I hit just went before I went to hit the record button this idea popped into my head and it was almost like you're speaking about this today so I will hold on to the subject I was going to talk about today for next week But just for today, I would love you to ponder on what it is that you have in your imagination or your desires that you would like to bring into your life. And maybe dig into why that's so important to you. Because when I was wanting to manifest a home, the biggest lesson that I learned around that time was you, what is this? Why is this so important to you? And it came down to my my core values. And I'm going to do an episode on values and identifying what your core values are. But what it was actually all about was, because we were living in a rented accommodation at the time, was that I wanted security. I wanted security for me, but I wanted security for 
my children and that was why it was important that we could invest in our own home. But I spent a lot of time digging into that first, really getting curious as to why was it so important when I had a beautiful home with a roof over my head and my kids had security, why was it so important that we were able to buy a property? And that's just one example. But I would ask you just for today, if there's something you want to bring into your life and you aren't sure how to bring it into fruition, dig into why is that so important to you? And I'm not talking about three holidays or a brand new car. I'm talking about things that you're really wanting to have come into your life, like stability, like security, like a new relationship. You know, what is it about it that's really important to you? And dig in in even further on that. How will it look when it comes into your life? How will you feel when it comes into your life? And what's the feeling here that you're chasing? What is it that you really are wanting from this thing or things or experience that you are wanting to manifest into your life? So as I say, a little bit of a different episode for me today. I hope that it lands well with you. I would love to hear your thoughts on this subject. It's a juicy one. And just a little reminder about the WhatsApp group. I'm going to put a link to that in the show notes. I would love to have you join me. Thank you for being here and listening in. I am so, so grateful for this opportunity to spend time with you. I would love to hear from you about topics you would like me to dive into. And you can connect with me on the socials at I am Steph Granger. So before you go, let me leave you with this final thought. Just for today, be present in your life. Engage your senses. See what you see. Hear what you hear. And feel what you feel and really notice what is right in front of you. Because one thing we truly know to be true is that we only have now. Take care. Until next time.